Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Now your new work is called Wisdom from Your Spirit Guides, and I've always wondered how many spirit guides do we all have? Well, I don't think there's a, a limit. I don't think there's a finite amount. I think we um, there are different types of guides, and we have different different guides in different type, parts of our lives. So we're born with the uh, before we're born, we have a, if you will, a pre-birth uh, plan, a plan for our soul's uh, next life, and what we're going to be doing there. We sit there with our teachers and guides, simil- and, and go over the different plans and different points for our soul for what they're going to learn in that lifetime. And we come back, we have guides. We have guides that have been with us for many lifetimes. We have certain guides that have been with us just in this one lifetime. We have guides that draw to us when we're going through a special type of project that we're going to be working on. Uh, and there are guides that are with us. There are children that are guides. We call them joy guides. So we have all different types of guides depending upon situations in our lifetime. Who is, lifetimes we have guides, and in one lifetime we have many guides. Who assigns the spirit guides to us? Well, we actually work with them in between life. We have a committee, if you will, of teachers and guides, philosophers, who are on a very higher level, if you will, than we are. And they are the ones who will assign masters to teachers to us who specialize in a certain aspect of the soul. And we actually work with them, and we see them in between the lives. So it's there's very like a step level of, of different guides and teachers. And a higher level, go down to a higher level, go down to a higher level. And something about guides, which is very interesting, people think that just because they're your guides, they've already evolved. And the answer is no, they have not. They are working with you to help themselves evolve as well as the soul. So they're still learning as well, which is always very interesting. Are some of them what we've always called guardian angels, or is that different? That's exactly what I'd like to call guardian angels. I, I don't like to... Um, I don't like labels, first of all, for these sorts of things, but I think guardian angels would be known as guides, yes. Very different than angels, which I believe perhaps live in a higher realm of the angelic realm, so very different than guides. The angelic realm can be in a very much higher sphere of life. So, yes, difference. The the book, Wisdom from Your Spirit Guides, is a as you, the subtitle, A Handbook to Contact Your Soul's Greatest Teachers. Mm-hmm. Do you meditate to do that? Well, this is very strange, George, but it came to me in a meditation group. And it also, uh, it started with a, an audience member asking me a question about your guides. And I realized I didn't have enough answer for it, another correct answer. I didn't feel like I had the most accurate answer possible. So I went into meditation over a series of months, and what came back was this book. And uh, my guides work with me on a regular basis, said, we're going to help you write a book about guides. And that's how it started, through, yeah, through uh, meditations and, and sitting in what's called the development circle. Now, how do we know, James, that the guides aren't sometimes tricksters who somehow infiltrate to try to screw us up? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that's possible. <laughs> it's possible. It is. But, yes, this is true. Um, I, I think it depends upon what, who's influencing us. What, what is the intention behind the uh, information coming through, the intention behind the act that's happening? Are they empowering you or disabling you, which is true of everyone in life, including humans. 
in our lives? Do we draw that to us for uh, people that take us down and hurt us, or are there people in our lives that just love us and empower us? So same thing with the guides at a level which, you know, in some ways go beyond the, the human aspects, which are of fear and limitation. And most of these guides, have we known them in other lives or even this present life, and they died maybe? Well, this is something very interesting, George. Good question. Uh, we, there are guides that we have had, and I believe in reincarnation, as you know. I believe in many, many lifetimes. And I believe there are guides that have been with us through every lifetime, and they stay with us. I think there are guides that come to us one particular lifetime to do certain works and certain missions. And I do believe that there can be what I call guides who have met, we meet on the earth, our earthly guides who are still living in the body, uh, that we meet to change our lives in some way and, and impress us some way to, ch- to change our lives. And there are those beings who do leave the human body, this, this human body, and go to the spirit world and become our guides, very much like my mother did. Uh, she passed over, and years later I went to a medium, and a medium said, oh, your mother's here. She's a guide of yours. And I said, why would my mother be my guide? And she <laughs> said, because she felt she didn't do enough for you while she was on the earth, so she was going to be with you for a little bit to help you from the spirit side. And the funny thing, that's not very uncommon. When Princess Diana passed away, the same thing happened. She, I was supposed to do a reading for her before she passed, and it never happened because she was going around Europe. And the uh, funny thing was that she came back through, and she said to me, I had the opportunity to come back into the body, but I knew when I was over on the other side of life that I'd be able to help my boys more from that side, so I chose to leave. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting take. Now, yeah. when you communicate with them, do they take different forms and shapes? Can you yes. see them? Yes, very much so. So, so there are guides, from, remember, all different levels and realms, if you will. I believe there are guides that are beyond the human appearance, if you will. Sometimes I've seen them as lights, pure lights. I've seen them as um, certain geometric figures. I've seen them as like ancient um, um, Chinese people or um, Native Americans. I've seen them as an, an 1800s-looking person dressed in that costume. So they take on all different looks, all different likes, uh, appearances. All, yep, all different ones. Very, very true. Do you meditate in order to summon them up? How, how does this happen? Yeah, so, so in order to, I would say they're always around us, our, un, our unseen team, as I like to call them, the unseen team. And in order to attune yourself to them, one has to open up their mind and kind of raise their frequency to that level of the, of the guides. And I just tell people really just sit in the stillness. I talk about it in the book about sitting in the quiet, sitting in the stillness. And as you sit in the stillness, your soul kind of expands, and you just are very, very aware uh, that you will feel a sense of a quickening, if you will. And it's a sense of a quickening you'll feel, and a sense of benevolence, usually. Um, and you can ask them to come and come into your space, invite them into the space behind you, next to you, and you'll begin to feel a change in the energy all around you. And usually they come in a very quick, very, very fast, loving energy. And that's when you know that they're in the space with you. And you can try it with different guides as well. Come in, you know, ask for one guide, then five minutes later, ask for another guide, and feel the subtle differences in the energy because you will. Will these guides stop you from doing something that might be very, very bad? Um, this is that's a great question. And the same thing um, people often ask me about spirit people, will your loved ones stop you from things that you're going to be good doing, which is very bad? They can't stop you from doing things which you have free will. You have free will to do things for your own soul, good, better, and different. They will influence you the best they can to help you to understand that would not be good for you. But we have free will. So they do try to influence us the best they can. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.